from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Hey, I hurt myself. Oh, I already had an injury on the job. Uh, I was just dancing to that music. Gosh. I hurt myself. Welcome to Masonic Light Podcast. Woo! Guess what episode it is. More, well, we it's it's not, is it 168? Is it that is the one? It is 168. Oh. Was there a star? Sorry. There's a star next to it because a bird pooped on the, yeah, on the whiteboard little, right uh, there. We had a little invasion earlier. And why is this important? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I think it's when it you first got on food stamps, right. this one hundred shows ago, I guess that would be what episode sixty-eight. Jan- George, it was actually one sixty-seven, but it was January the twenty-second, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, when you and Josh came on board, and yes. you've been here ever since. Wow, five years ago. Five Happy years anniversary! Ago. Happy That's... anniversary! Oh wait, is that tonight? That's yes, tonight. Yeah. Yes. Happy anniversary! If I had been reminded, I would have brought a cake. <sighs> Nobody reminded me. Yeah. It's their fault, not mine. Hard to believe it's five years. Larry and I were talking about that earlier. Yeah. We've only been on the air for six. I said, well, oh, re- we've been on almost eight. Well, the real shocker is you told me we celebrate our eighth, the beginning of our eighth year in April. Yes. Yeah. Eight years. Yes. Jeez. Anyway. Do we get a pin or something? Nah. I remember, the, didn't think you were going to make it through season two. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, on and off, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, episode 168 tonight, we have some very special guests. Who do we have with us for we these have shenanigans? the two brethren from Bobblehead George. Bobblehead two of George. the brethren. Two from of the brethren from Bobblehead George. Uh, let's see if I get this right. Dave Randolph and Eric Gimby. Look close, at that. close. Oh. It's David oh. Raymond. David Raymond. Da- oh. Oh. Not anymore. Gosh, not anymore. <laughs> We're going to change that for I you. I butcher names all the time. So anyway, Bobblehead George. Uh, we'll well talk a little bit more about what that means and <clears throat> all that they've been doing. But these, this is going to be a great show. We're looking forward to it. Uh, tonight's episode, as are all of our episodes, are brought to you by George J. Grove and Son. For all of your home improvement needs. Hireman Solomon Cigars, the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. Afterwards. Got it. Uh, Scott Helm Electric and Intermezzo by Stephanie. Yum. Oh, yeah. Yes. We should have had candy for tonight. Yeah. Oh, what did you say? We're all diabetics. So That's no right. Uh, but most importantly, we want to thank our Patrons on Patreon. Yes, oh, yes, we do. We continue to support this podcast. You, you said we got some new ones. We got some new ones. It's great. Um, awesome. We'll talk about I'll, that later. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but you too can be a Patreon supporter yeah. for easy. as little as <gasps> one dollar. One dollar. One dollar a month. 
Yes. Sound effect. For as little as a dollar a month, you can keep this these shenanigans going. Uh, and we're forever grateful for all of you who support this show. So you can, you can of course, donate more. You if can you donate like. more. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have yeah. numerous. If you 13, want to be a master yeah. we have, mason, what do we level. have one, five, and thirteen. You want That's five and thirteen? Right? That's right. Yep. Which you know we got. We tried to get seven in there, but it didn't yeah. work. All right. All right. So it's been a while since we've been in studio. Yeah, it has been, hasn't it? Yeah, like the middle of uh, December, December when we yeah. did our Festivus episode. Yeah. So, Larry, what have you been up to masonically? Well, I have been busy. Then? Yes, you have. How do you like my voice, by the way? I hear you. It sounds great it's tonight, exactly man. Good. How about that? Anyway, I have been busy. Um, <laughs> went to the Grand Lodge banquet with the installation of the Grand Master, Larry A. Durham. Uh, uh, wonderful. There were, what, 1,800, 1,900 people at yep, that thing. Yep. It was packed. It was just unbelievable. That was just at the banquet. That was I happen to banquet. know there were 1,452 yeah. people there. Though. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, when my eye saw, because I'm blurry in the one eye, so I saw 1,800. Ah, I right. believe that. I believe that. <laughs> That's still a huge number. Yep. And that amount of people in the lobby getting drinks was just unreal. Yes. Uh, we have pictures. Summit, the uh, typical banquet dinner of chicken cold and blue. Yep. Is, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so anything any, else? Uh, yeah. Uh, attend the lodge. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Was at lodge meeting, and uh, attended <clears throat> executive board meeting for tall cedars, of which I am no longer grand tall. Are you grand oh, yeah, short was, now? Oh yeah. I guess I. We, we already did the show. He's when grand I, shrub now. You were done. When I'm done. Okay. Yeah. So got that out of the way. Yeah. Well done, Larry. But now, I was named chairman of the Sidonian degree. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't ask. Dare, dare I ask? What body yeah. is the Sidonian degree out of? It is. It is a tall cedar degree. It is a. Ah. It is a hoop. It, I, I've been reading and look, studying on it today, and it, it's it's actually, it reminds me a lot of the yellow dog degree. It's okay. really funny. Cool. It's really funny. Cool. But anyway. All right, Jack. So that's it. Since our last uh, episode, the COVID episode, <laughs> um, where four fifths of the attendance in the room. Uh, no, that was actually the episode before last. Was that the one yeah, before yeah, that? Yeah. That was oh, the episode did before Festivus. I've yeah. forgotten. Yeah. There's so much fun. Yeah. Um, but since, no, we did the um, Grand Lodge Banquet, and oh. I participated on the committee which was cool to see it from the inside and understand what was going on. Um, and I, my job was to track the ticket sales for everybody who was not a VIP. And there were probably 11 or 12 people that were not VIPs. Um, so Wait a was, minute. No, I'm, I'm joking. The other I'm, way around. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, but it was um, – it came off well. Um, you know, everybody was – there and everyone had a table and, and they had a meal yep and a good time was had by we all. set them and fed them yep that's yep. what we did and if you still owe jack money please send it in no tim i am here to tell you there are four outstanding checks that i have been told are in the mail now four now i'm just saying. all right on but our next episode, we'll all name from names. the same district. We'll oh, talk about that later. Oh, <laughs> we're going to name names next no, episode. We are not. Next oh. episode, I'm still waiting for the check. By our next episode, if they're not in, we're naming names. So, so you better get them in. And then we, uh, as as part of that Grand Lodge business, I did go to the special meeting at um, Old Lodge 43. How was that? Um, it was it was fascinating because 
I've been in that room before, about four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. There was a meeting in that room, and it felt huge. It felt like a Zeppelin hangar, right? But for this particular meeting, there were so many people in that room, it felt really small. And it was, it's interesting how just the number of people in this space can change your perspective on the space. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it was just a 30-minute thing. It was a formality that, that the new Grandmaster is expected to make his first public appearance at his home lodge. Um, and that's what he did. He opened a, a meeting at that lodge, which is walking distance across the street from the hotel. And uh, we had a 30-minute meeting, and it was done and done. Went back to the hotel, changed for dinner. Awesome. So, yeah, it was very good. Okay, Josh, how about you? I went to the uh, Grandmaster's Banquet. Yes, you did. I did not go to lodge meeting. I know. Um, and I did go to work. And I continue to work. And we love you for and it. And we love you for it. Yeah. You're a good American. Yeah, you're a good <laughs> So either of our guests, anything Masonically going on in your lives recently? What have you done recently? I attended Lodge last that counts. month. Oh, there, we go. there we go. Attaboy. I attended Lodge last month. That and, uh, I believe you did too. I did. Awesome. I did as well. And hey, what go. Lodge is that? Uh, Riverside 503 in the great town of Wrightsville, Pennsylvania. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the, the correct side of the river, I might add. Burn oh, it. Uh, here it comes. The sunset side. <laughs> the sunset side. That's right. And home of one of our favorite restaurants, John Wright's. John, John Wright's. Oh, yeah. I got reservations to take my wife there for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's yeah. a good, good move. Good move. Yeah. All right. Well, pretty much the same thing you guys were up to. Went to the Grand Lodge installation, uh, went to the Grand Lodge banquet. Did not go to the special meeting. I went to the auxiliary room uh, located literally auxiliary next door, uh, also known as the, the Lancaster ex- Cigar <laughs> Lounge, um, where, you know, this is an interesting story. I don't think I told this on our last episode. Um, I knew that there were going to be, you know, several hundred people trying to cram into that small room. Oh, yeah. And so... Um, <laughs> Always looking for an opportunity to gather brethren um, for a good cigar. All right, Larry. <laughs> what the heck? Right. We've lost control already. We're in the wow. Um so, Larry, don't hurt yourself, Larry. Don't Does yourself. anyone know CPR? <laughs> oh, my word. I showed him your remarks about rights. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm would sorry. be Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Larry's over here stirring up trouble. Inside joke. Sorry. Inside joke. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, Those of you seven years from now that don't know anything about this, right? That doesn't matter. So the auxiliary room at the Lancaster Cigar Lounge, uh, they were showing that they did not open until four p.m., mm-hmm. which was a problem. What ho? Because the reception started at four thirty, allegedly. Oh, um, allegedly. Allegedly. So um, I called them and said, "Hey." What would it take to have you guys open about two hours early if I could promise you, I don't know, 30 or 40 Masons walking in here and smoking cigars and buying stuff from you? You could really get us that many people? Yeah. I can almost guarantee it. If I put the word out, it'll they'll show up. Yeah. And we did. Uh, and that was in addition to those that wanted to come but who couldn't go upstairs because the elevators at the Marriott were broken. 
again, by the way. Let's let's hold off because there are a lot of humorous things that we can talk about a little bit later in the show. Because there are some some, some priceless stuff here. Really good. All right, we'll get to that. Because these guys are doing something too cool to let slide. So we need to do. So did that, did the Grand Lodge thing. We've already had our first meeting of Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 in Mechanicsburg, where I spent 20 minutes reading Grand Lodge communications which we might refer to later um and yeah that's about it come here tonight i I will say that i did yesterday have our lodge stated meeting and usually we we refer to the january meeting as amateur night right right right? Our, our guys i'm gonna i'm gonna brag on them they were spotless yep it was great i was so proud of them they did a great job always love to see a good january meeting Ours also included a visit from our district deputy, who was Ooh. presenting uh, our lodge with the district uh, of the year, the lodge of the year award for District Three. So, <laughs> congratulations to Elmer Fine. Beaver, our previous uh, uh, master. That's great. Congratulations. So, yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and we are going to come back and talk to our friends from Bobblehead George. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. From planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. What? Who is? Yeah. What are you talking about? Tonight's guests. Uh, oh, that's right. Our, yeah, we got to talk to our guests now. <laughs> are from the? Uh, They're looking at each other like, oh my oh, god. god, what did we? What the hell like are we doing here? What were we <laughs> thinking? <laughs> yes, it's like that. You know, we have to get them to teach school tomorrow. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. Dave Raymond and Eric Gimby from uh, Bobblehead George. Um, it was Raymond, right? It was Raymond. Yeah, was David Raymond. Raymond. Yes. Got yes. it right the second time. Good. I thought it was Randolph. That was what I said oh. the first time. Oh, I said that. Whatever happened to Randolph Scott? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So I became uh, aware of <laughs> these uh, fine brethren who, by the way, as they mentioned earlier, are members of Riverside Lodge. Um, when they did an episode on the Grand Lodge. Uh, building an episode of what, Tim? An episode of Bobblehead George. Let's let them tell us about. I'm it. going to. <laughs> so, Dave or Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about Bobblehead George? Dave's looking at Eric. Eric's looking at Dave. He's, he named it. He's the guy. He's I the named guy. it. I guess. I, I guess. But I'm the president of the nonprofit. Yeah, you're the so president. I'm the president. So president I got to do it. So, what was the question? <laughs> tell us about Bobblehead George. Hey, I, I spent 29 years teaching eighth grade kids. Yep. These guys are fit. That right is in. right. Yep. So. So what was the question? 
Tell us about Bobblehead George. Bobblehead George is a nonprofit ed- nonprofit organization that is dedicated to bringing unique and accurate and entertaining educational content to lifelong learners of all ages. That is the mission statement. What you should it is. write that down. That was good. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Is that yeah. on our website? Or yeah, it's on our website, bobbleheadgeorge.org. All right. To all of which I swear without any equivocation, no, uh, mental yeah, reservation. That's yeah. it. Mm. So, so how did you come up with this idea? Uh, pandemic, you know, <laughs> sucked. And well, the pandemic happened, and uh, we used Eric and I teach eighth grade history at Northeastern School District in Manchester, Pennsylvania. Actually, Mount Wolf. Yes, yeah, we're Mount Wolf. That's yeah, right. yeah. Oof. The parking lot's the dividing line. The high school, oh, our next door neighbors in yeah. Manchester, we're in Mount Wolf. Yeah. Um, that's W U F F. Wolf. 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 Yeah. Well, we, we normally take kids to uh, Gettysburg. We couldn't do that, and uh, so we were going to go and film a uh, just a lame cell phone video of Gettysburg. And my son, who was a senior or a junior at Kutztown University at the time, who's a videography major. Uh, was home and uh, said, hey, I'll come and shoot it for you. And so he put together something that made us look really, really good. And, um, yeah, and then that was fun. So we went and filmed another couple of local videos. We did, like, the Lafayette statue in downtown New York and Cadoris Iron Furnace. And those videos got the attention of York History Center. They invited us into their place to come and film there. And we have a really good working relationship with the York County history. And then... Big score when those videos got the attention of George Washington's Mount Vernon. Awesome. And we were invited and to film inside Mount Vernon. And what a awesome experience Amazing. that was. Yeah. Amazing. And, and then since George Washington's, we've been lucky enough to film at Andrew Jackson's Hermitage, uh, James Monroe's Highland, James Madison's Montpelier, uh, James Buchanan's Wheatland. Yeah. So. And just other, you know, other non-presidential stuff. We've yep. been to the, the National Museum of Civil War Medicine in Frederick, Maryland. Okay. Um, a couple other places. Um, no, we're passing notes. No, it's just what we talked about at dinner. About okay. Yeah, but it was like, so, yeah, they, and and the, the videos just kind of caught on, and uh, the Grand Lodge invited us. Okay. And, uh, yeah, what a unique experience to have access to all those incredible uh Lodge rooms at the Grand Lodge in Philadelphia. So, had you been to the Grand Lodge before? I have not. No, it was our first time. So, back in April, we toured it, uh-huh. and then we went back in June and we filmed. Awesome. I've always thought I would love to be a docent in that place and yeah. just take people on the tours. Because yeah. um, I guess you had a tour with somebody who was not a Mason. Yeah. That had to be a completely different experience. Were you seeing stuff he clearly did not understand? I'm sure that he had a working knowledge of a lot of it. I mean, I guess if you're giving tours of the room, you would have to. I don't know. But no, I did notice a lot of things. Uh, but I remember, like, we sat, we went back, you know, and so after we toured, we had to go and figure out, well, what do we want to, who wants to do what? Do what? We who, shoot, wants, right? who wants to do what? And so right off the bat, for anybody who's been to Grand Lodge, I was like, I get the Egyptian room. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. You all can have every other room. I don't care what anybody yeah. else does. Yeah. I get to do the Egyptian yep. room. What, what a sensory experience yep. that room I is actually, if I you've ever been there. I a third in the Egyptian room. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, But I have a photograph of Eric here um, <clears throat> filming in uh, – was it Corinthian? Wait, no. What's the big one? That's Corinthian. Corinthian. Right. And it is just – like this surreal thing where he's just standing there and the whole room surrounding him. Yeah, it's really cool. So did you get a picture of yourself in the chair yes, of the Worshipful Master? Yes, I did. Isn't my, that incredible? You feel uh, like Edith Ann, right? I'm six feet tall and I was my feet were dangling three feet in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a picture of Pete somewhere. 
when we did a program I'm, down there. I'm, I'm in there. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. It is. It's Fantastic. A, it's a wonderful course. building. We brag on that building all the time. Yeah. yeah. That video, by the way, was really, was really solid. first class, yep. well done. Thank Videography you. was phenomenal. It looked like a PBS public. I mean, seriously, it was extremely well done. Well, PBS is listening. We would like to participate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> PBS, if, if you're yeah, not, one, if you're not looking at this, you're, there may be two people at PBS that are Masons that might see this. We may have some listeners who so, have grandkids who listen or watch PBS. No, but so, but but it's beyond the, just what they did at Grand Lodge. I mean, you guys have been right. tons of places, right? I mean, yeah. the first thing that I saw was a quickie about. The Trail of Tears, the yeah. Cherokee Nation, but but that was even before this. That was before this. this. Was, yeah, that, that was, was yeah. that that was like me dry to, run. Kind yeah, of that stuff, was that right? was a long time ago. But, but going back to the biography, I mean, that was I mean, that's what I think has gotten everybody's attention, and that's clearly that's my son. I mean, Eric and I and our other there's a third teacher, uh, Mike, who is a science teacher, which is which adds a unique element to it. So Eric and I both teach history. Mike teaches science and. He's able to bring a science element to a lot of things and, and offer a different perspective. And, and the three of us might be the eye candy, but, like, literally uh, – <laughs> I said that with Every a straight face. Every producer in the world is about to well say done. this. Okay. <laughs> but, say it. Say well, that, it. That videographer makes you really – That go, videographer. Oh, my, God. my son, Alex Raymond, yeah, he, he has his – now he's got his own – he's got his own company, Alex Raymond Films, and he <laughs> is the one who really – makes us what we are well, let and me so tell you, his, he's good he's very good he's very good yeah check out his stuff i think it's alex yeah, he's hollywood capable as far oh. as i'm concerned for video my goodness yeah he uh he, have you noticed the video he's got his he's got his uh faa drone license and so like we can go and fly drones everywhere we go well we don't he does yeah and uh we're filming at the Grand Lodge, and we're uh -huh. like, oh, "There's no way we're filming, we're flying a drone here." And we're getting online, and we're looking. There are no drone restrictions in the city limits of Philadelphia. Mm. Oh, you probably shouldn't have said well, that. I was say we might want to. <laughs> that the, uh, so there is now, with the exception of the, if the, if, I'm thinking about five or six guys that are yeah. going to get in a yeah. lot of trouble right yeah. now. <laughs> so, with the exception of the fact that it was like the, there's freak. There was Canadian smoke fog uh -huh. that particular day, if you remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got incredible drone footage of the Absolutely. city of Philadelphia. Yeah. Flew around, you know, because the Grand Lodge sits right next to the iconic statue of William Penn yeah. on, on City Hall in Center City. And he got footage of the of the, of the the Masonic Temple. But then he flies around with William Penn statue. Like, like, it's just so surreal. Yeah. And we did the same thing in Harrisburg at the Capitol building, uh -huh. you know. You know, Lady Commonwealth on top of the statue, on top of the dome in, in uh, uh, Harrisburg. And it's just phenomenal footage that he got. Yeah, drone photography has always fascinated me yeah. with what you can do yep. with that. So you, you started out, as you said, during COVID with the whole – where did you come up with the name Bobblehead George? Uh, the name Bobblehead George I came up with probably 2012, 2013, 2014 – uh, it was when social media was really in its infancy, maybe, uh -huh. and um, I was looking. I, I wanted to create a Facebook page for my eighth grade social studies class, but okay. I didn't want to. I wanted. I knew enough not to have my own personal face. Didn't want to have my Dave's eighth grade yeah. social studies class. <laughs> not at all. I wanted my name <laughs> off of it, and I didn't. I couldn't think of uh, what. What can I use for a profile picture? 
And then I had a bobblehead of George Washington I bought at George Washington's Mount Vernon years uh-huh. ago and on my desk, and I took a picture of it, and that became the profile picture. And then it just kind of like, oh, that's bobblehead George. And so it, the name has been around for a while, but what we do now is more of a coming out of the pandemic, and I couldn't imagine doing it with anybody other than Eric here and my son. Aww. And, oh, and, my friend, and my friend Mike. On, hey, well, you know, that's a great story. I'll let Eric tell, tell you know, I was, our I was hoping he would talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, you know, I was sitting here thinking, geez, he was an eighth-grade student in your class. Wait a minute. Let him Whoa, tell this. Uh, no, not, but, and, uh, and also, <laughs> you were his mentor when he was student teacher. Larry. I'm thinking, is he afraid to talk? Let him tell well, this. Well, that's the story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Tell the story. Ahead, Larry. Yeah, well, the tell the story better than I did. Yeah, Welcome when I was in eighth world. grade, I was uh, lucky enough to have Dave as my U.S. history teacher, and um, we would often argue back then about David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. Which Sammy oh, Hagar is yeah. by far the better front man for Van Halen. I agree. I don't hold that oh, opinion against him. But, <laughs> yeah, and then when I was in college and um, decided Ooh. I wanted to become a teacher, I was lucky enough to get placed with with dave uh-huh. um and then the next year teacher across the hall was retiring and uh he's actually the guy that got us into mm-hmm. being a freemason he taught for 45 years charlie lenhart uh-huh. and he ended up getting us into yeah. this whole thing Good for him so well done charlie charlie's a third, 33rd degree mason yep. taught, awesome. taught for 45 years wow that's incredible <laughs> that's incredible yeah. it is eric i got a question yes sir how long were you all working together before you quit calling him Mr. Raymond. Ooh, tough Ooh, one. that's a good one. I don't know. Probably you were still calling me that when we were student teaching. When you were student teaching, I think. I think. think uh, we came, well, that's kind of a thing that was in, pro- in, inside the school, though. I mean, you all call each other. Teachers all call each other Mr. Right. and Mrs. Not really. Yeah, in not the really. halls. Not anymore. Not, not since anymore? 1974. That well, that's changed. Yeah. Not in the halls. Do nurses all, still wear that cap yeah, thing? Exactly. Is that a thing? So <laughs> as a former educator, I had former students who later came back and we've done things with and so on. They and They would always call me Mr. D. And I'm like, you can call me Tim now. No, I have to call you Mr. D. You're always Mr. D. And so that's... Yeah, I think it was really when uh, we came a Mason. Because that was the oh, same thing with Charlie. Okay. I would always call him Mr. Lenhart because he was, you know... Everybody called him Mr. Lenhart. And then uh, after I became a Mason, he's like, no, we're brothers now. Call me Charlie. So I still call him Mr. Lenhart, but... Okay. Well, when I was growing up, and this was years ago, I would went to my 50th class reunion, high school class reunion, Ten years ago, and we, some of my teachers were still alive. Check the math. And the math. I would still refer to them as <laughs> Mister or Mrs. I I could not call them by their first name. Oh yeah, I have a teacher. Um, and I graduated from Bedford High School in '91, and Mister Hernkane. Yeah. He, he's on. He's like a rock star on Facebook now. When I retire, I just want to be that rock star teacher on yep. Facebook. Yeah. Who, who says what he wants to say, right? Yep. And um, but. I talked to him recently, and it's still Mr. Herncane, and, and he was my teacher. I can't, I can't call him anything. Our else. kids are out of elementary school fifteen years, twenty years, and yeah, the, the teachers are still Mr. Mrs. This yeah. and Mr. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. but that's okay. I like that. I like that. I think that's, that's good. Respect well. That too. is good. So, during your time of how many videos have you created since that first one during COVID? Ballpark. Ballpark. Dozens. I mean, when I say do- maybe, maybe not quite. Maybe not quite a hundred, but 
Okay. Don't turn away from the mic. But there you go. You, we usually have to tell Larry. Oh, a boy. <laughs> I'm just following the rules. You Good know, job, in my Eric. defense, I had the one microphone that doesn't turn on That's a swivel. True. <laughs> yeah, I don't, head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. Come yeah. on, coach. So <laughs> dozens, right? Because we're in for. We also, besides going to film other places, we work with a great company called Periodic Presidents. Okay. So we make these presidential shorts, um, and we use their graphics in it. They yeah. uh, make infographics for school, and we both love yeah. using them. Um, so we're in talk about that twenties. Nothing that. made teaching presidents and um, presidential elections and political parties easier than periodic presidents. It's just basically like a periodic table you see in science class, except it's all government. Oh, interesting. And it's just fascinating. We love the like we found love with their stuff at the beginning, and then we're like, well, this is cool. They got good graphics. We can make the videos, and so they're based in where? Uh, they're not. They're was, near St. Louis. Yeah, near St. Louis. Yep. And um, we know we just emailed them and said, do you want to talk about maybe a collaboration we can do where we can use your graphics? You share your graphics with us and give us permission to use them, and we'll make short you know three minute videos on each of the presidents and on the presidential elections so we've been working with them and it's been a really cool symbiotic relationship where we just help each other and mutually it's mutually beneficial to both sides and it's really cool good whenever you know in class will send a kid to their website go look up this president on periodic presence and then they see our videos there yeah so that's really kind of neat and then back in november eric and i attended the 103rd National Social Studies, what was it? National, National Co- Council, Council of Social Studies yeah. Conference. It was in Nashville this year. And we went and we got to meet periodic presidents. So we went and had some dinner with them. Nice. Had some Nashville hot chicken. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah. And it was really cool to actually sit down and meet them and talk to them. And actually, you know, they're just really great people. Well, that's a great niche. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. Because you've got, a, you've got a fixed audience and you got a. You got a product that you can evolve. That, mm-hmm. That's very awesome. Yeah, so we work with them. We've worked up to, we've published up to, I think, Chester Arthur. And yeah, then we filmed up to McKinley. And then once those videos come out, we'll film some more. If you get a chance to watch those, they're spectacular yeah, because they really are. Because my son, my, my son had a vision for what he wanted it to look like. And we're basically sitting at a table. The, the background is completely white. And then all the graphics are on the side. And we're just doing our thing and if you saw the pictures of us filming those that's my garage that's a card table with a white sheet behind us and then he literally whatever he does with his video magic Uh makes it look like we're sitting in some professional studio and it is just phenomenal what he does with it we were talking about this at dinner but as as professional as he just described their operation um, and he shared with us how they actually stage a lot of their stuff, and they do. We said that's exactly opposite yeah, of us. Yeah, we don't do that. Uh, shit. No. We, you know, uh, Larry, you came in a couple of times in the early episodes with scripts and plans, and what happened to those? Uh, well, uh, I guess it was our second show. I came in with scripts, and Pete uh, was, was was thirty was, seconds, uh, Larry. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, and, and and Pete was complaining about five. That we need to four, be more organized. Three. And I came in with scripts the, for the second show. Pete looks at it and throws it against the wall. We have never been scripted since. Now my son, he, he actually told us we had to. Uh-huh. You remember the video we built it did at the Cador's furnace, where I think that my son re- reached his uh, 
breaking point with us because we thought we were just going to be three corny eighth grade teachers just hamming it up and just making things up not making up history but like yeah. just just going as we spitballing it as you go yeah, yeah. and my son history, yeah. he's with the camera trying to follow us. he's like nope he says if you want to do this yeah, so well, good for him. But, but, yeah, yeah he's great. right because a video you need that. Yeah, yeah and the this videos show that you, you guys don't. have produced so far are impressive enough that it shows that there's something behind yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the first one where it was real was that. at Mount Vernon. That's when we realized. You you see this? We can get away with not being organized or scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I remember going to Mount Vernon, and we were there, <clears throat> and there's hundreds of people at Mount Vernon taking their paid tour. And we decided, okay, we can't get in until after 5 o'clock, but when everything closed down, then we have access to the mansion. So, okay, let's not waste time. Let's film our intro and our outro in front yeah. of the mansion. And then we started filming, and all of a sudden, a security guard up on the portico, if you've ever been to Mount Vernon, up on the portico, they overlooked and said, just said, quiet, they're filming. And yeah. we're like <laughs> looking around, like who's filming? Wow! And then it's also cool when they give us the passcode to the gates. Yeah, when oh, you know the passcode to get into James, not 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 to brag or anything, but we have the <laughs> we the passcode to James Madison's Montpelier and oh, right. James Madison zero zero four. Huh? Zero zero four. Try, try one nine eight seven. Oh, that too. Okay. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. One what? seven. One seven eight seven. One seven eight seven. Yeah, eight, seven, eight, seven. I heard oh, here's two. a six three four. Oh, you know. Oh, come on, Larry. You know what one? You know what one seven eight two. One seven eight seven is. One seven eight. Larry's, no, Larry's birthday. Seventeen eighty seven. Yes, here the Constitutional Convention. All right. Okay. Well, Madison's the father of the Constitution. You right. realize they've changed that now. Yeah. <laughs> I made all that up. But, yeah. <laughs> the other thing the script really what helps with is, like, Dave's knowledge of U.S. history is really outstanding. Mine's pretty pretty solid, I'd like to think. But when that camera turns on, sometimes oh. your brain just absolutely melts and you forget no. every fact ever. <laughs> yes. If you watch our outtakes at the end of the videos... Uh-huh. Well, they're 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 priceless, but it's this, the clueless looks on our face sometimes, right? It's just like <laughs> when you lock up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, we're filming at the gardens at, <laughs> at Mount Vernon, and I said, "Welcome to the gardens at Mount Vernon." And I forgot what I was saying. That's perfect. And then he goes, "Is that all you had to say?" And I was like, "No, I just don't remember what I was going to say." It's just crazy, line. you know. Line. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with more with our guest, Bobblehead George. As far back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, light up any of our premium cigars, and enjoy the history. Hireman Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiremanSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar 
of the Masonic Light Podcast. And we're back. Yes, we are. This is Masonic Light Podcast, and I'm here with our number one host, Larry Maris. Oh, Yo! There he is. You say they pick on me a lot. They do pick on you. You have a lot to offer, young man. Hey, listen, email address. It's on the. It's on our website. Tell these folks. Tell these people. After eight years, I need more respect. I think that you should deserve more than the thirty seconds and jo- that Jack gives you. <laughs> what? Thank you, Dave. And what's You're our welcome. email address, Larry? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no it would be MasonicLightPodcast.com oh, right. or at gmail.com. If, if we were organized and it was scripted, it would be here all the time. Right. But we don't operate we don't like script. that. We don't script. No. So, uh, Eric, in the middle of the break, I kind of cut you off. You were being asked, what was your, what's been your favorite uh, episode or favorite site that you've been to? Um, I, there's a lot of good ones. I think when we went to uh, Andrew Jackson's Hermitage um, in Tennessee, that was that was I think when started to realize kind of how big it was getting uh-huh. because i mean all the amazing places we filmed it was you know we did it in one day so we'd drive down and then we would drive back but i mean i flew out there dave drove out there but um that was kind of to me a step up kind of getting outside of this you know the vicinity we were filming in and to the city of nashville was so cool to us when we when we arrived at the hotel they had gift bags for us and everything oh, wow. so that was like next level for us yeah, yeah there's like yeah, you know, you know they. I mean, we. One of the things that we had to do is we had started having reaching out to like different DMOs from different towns. Like, so we like Nashville. You know, like, we're coming and doing this, and is there any way you can help us with like maybe discounted hotel or something mm-hmm. like that? And so they did. But then when we got to the hotel, there was a gift bag, and I was like, "Wow, free passes to Grand Old Opry." Oh, which wow. I didn't get to use. Right. Oh, I did. oh wow. He did. I didn't get to use. But yeah, you I had mean, to go get on a plane and come back. No, I had to drive back. Oh, My son had to get back. Okay. Yeah. And how was Grand Ole Opry? Awesome. I may or may not have a problem with how much I traveled in Nashville, Tennessee. So I, I love it there. It's yeah, one of my favorite it. cities it in the United city. States. Really, really Twelve good. times this past year. So really, <laughs> down is. there a lot. I mean, seriously, I've 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 worked in cities all over this country, and Nashville is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's, it truly I, is. I love country music, so yeah. it was great. I'm but not then, a big country music fan, but that's even, all right. even then. At the people down there are just so nice. Awesome. awesome. So, Dave, how about you? What's been your favorite? I got to tell you, I think that the, our experience at um, – well, first of all, I think our home base is George Mount, Washington's Mount Vernon. If you yes. look at our website, you'll see in our video category, we've filmed more at Mount Vernon than anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you got to default to how wonderful that place is and how hospital, hospitable and how kind they have been to us. But I thought it was kind of unique when we went to James Madison's Montpelier – and uh, a lot of people don't know that Montpelier, after the Madisons owned it, was, it was owned by the DuPont family. I did not and, know that. Oh, yeah. And they added on to it, and they covered it in pink stucco. It was oh. ugly. Oh. Yeah, the house was ugly. Uh, and you go to Montpelier now, it, it's reverted back to the way it was when James Madison lived there. But there's a lot of the DuPont-era structures that are, that are there, and they've turned those into... Um, like um not bed and breakfast but just like a like places where people can rent and stay uh-huh. and they put us up for the night in one of those and that was really cool and they gave us access to the grounds i remember they're like uh we filmed it in the house during the day then they were like yeah you have access to the grounds all night long and so we went back and filmed a video and you know and you know we knew they were watching us because they had cameras everywhere but it was neat to 
you know, be there and just have access to these places, you know, after hours when everybody, you don't really go to a place like this and there's just people everywhere. Yeah. But hands down that my favorite video, and I think he's going to agree with this, Rare Books Room at George Washington's Mount Vernon. Oh. So when we first went to Mount Vernon on our first tour, the gentleman who's the vice president of the media, his name is Matt Briney, who is our contact and is just a wonderful human being, took us to the George to the George Washington, the study of the, what's it called? The, it's a library there, but it's yeah, mainly it's, just to study George Washington. Yeah, it's so, not a presidential yeah. library, but it's where people, all scholars go to study. All of his personal papers, his personal library that he had, all the papers of his family, all the books from his family. Yeah, and there's this area, it's like a little circular room, and he's like, that's the rare books room, but I don't have access. And then this guy comes up and says, yeah, but I do, and he'll open it up. And, <laughs> so we're like, I know a guy. Okay. Yo, he waved the key in front of the door, and then the door opened up. It's like Star Wars or something like that, and you go wow. in, and it's just like, oh my God, this is so cool, right? There's all these things, like George Watt, these medallions, and there's just like maps of from the 1780s, and there's just like all these things. And he's like, but there's another room. And then there's a key opens up and the door opens up again and you go inside to a it's double secret door right so you're going into the double secret door and you go in there and there's you know the acts of congress and his copies of don quixote that he annotated in that he actually bought in philadelphia the same day that he signed the constitution wow um because he has the receipts from the book because great story i guess there was a spanish ambassador gave him a copy of don quixote that he couldn't read because it was in Spanish. Right. So when he was in Philly, um, he walked down to a bookstore and bought an English copy of it. And the date of the purchase is September 17th, 1787, which is the date that the... Oh, wow. The so the same day he signed yeah. the Constitution, he, he bought Don Quixote. Wow. Which is really kind of cool. That so is- you're in there and we're filming these things. Uh-huh. And it's just so fascinating. I never thought, you know, that we'd be in, in the rare books room at George Washington's Mount Vernon. We're just a bunch of eighth grade you know, middle school history teachers, and it just was so surreal to us. So then my son, a year later, got hired by Mount Vernon to go down and film them, and he was filming in the rare books room, and here I am standing in Mount Wolf teaching something probably like the XYZ affair, and I get a text from my son says, look where I am. And he's in the rare books room at George Washington's Mount Vernon. Neat. And uh, Dad was never so jealous and proud of his son at simultaneously <laughs> exactly. at the same time. Yeah, yeah it works. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Jack, you look like you got a question. I do? I don't I know. Do. I thought you did. No, I'm just kind of hanging out with you. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So where is Bobblehead George going in the future? So this summer we are going up to film at Franklin Pierce's Man. So that's going to be pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's the one. Yes. Franklin Concord. Pierce. Concord, New yeah. Hampshire. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about Franklin Pierce. What a sad man. Yeah. It's considered to be the most handsome president we've ever had. Handsome Frank. Handsome Frank. But he um sad story though. Sad story. He struggled with alcoholism his entire life and then after his um election and prior to his inauguration he was on a train ride and uh with his family and the train derailed and his 10-year-old son Benny was for the lack of better words decapitated and the only person killed on the in the accident. And this happened right in front of Pierce's eyes and and so Pierce's presidency is pretty sad. I mean, you have all the the tension building up in the country over the issues with slavery and the Kansas Nebraska Act happens and there's a violence that happens out in Kansas and um, for Pierce was just for the most part asleep at the wheel and I mean 
can you blame him? I mean, it's right. yeah. It can, right. I mean, the guy was just struggling. It was just a sad, sad story. You know, and then his after his presidency wasn't good because you know he just kind of fell deeper and deeper into the alcoholism, and that was that. Yeah, yeah. And so, but anyway, they invited us up, and so I'm looking forward to that. I've really, you know, sometimes it's those presidents that are fun, the most fun to, especially right. as a teacher, to talk, to, talk to kids about. Beautiful part of the country. You'll speak into your mic, you, Jack. Well, where is my mic? It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, beautiful time of the year. It'll be a fantastic trip. The the visuals from it will be yeah, really outstanding. Really excited about that. Shut up, Larry, I'm as old as you. <laughs> on a on a short on, on that's that's this summer. I mean, on a and then and then we're close to Boston, so I'm sure we'll go and do some things in Boston. Fenway. And on a uh, just a few historical things. Right? Yeah, just a few Finney things Hall. up there. Yeah. But on, a, but on a near-term basis, I know that the York History Center has invited us back. We want to go inside the um, the Gates House in downtown York and the Colonial Courthouse, um, talk maybe a little bit about the Conway Cabal or something like that. That's kind of a neat thing. And just to do some local stuff, too, would be neat. Jack gave you an idea at dinner tonight. I don't know if it's something you all might be interested in, but in those early U.S. revolutionary, pre-revolutionary times, um, trying to identify Freemasonry's involvement. I know um, one of the committees with the Grand Lodge that I'm involved with is the upcoming celebration of the 250th anniversary of the country, and we're looking for stories about how Freemasons influenced um, the early colonial governments as well as the, the uh, newly created U.S. government and state governments around the, around the country. Um, and, of course, Boston is just chock full of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Even to go back to the Grand Lodge, what is that? What's that hall? The, the it's, it's it's almost like a banquet hall. What is the? I forget what it's called. Oh, the one with the big statue. Uh, of yeah, Franklin. yeah. You one, can't miss yeah. the big, one yeah. North Broad. Or one something. North yeah. Broad. Yeah. But it's also got you know the, those amazing stained glass windows. Yes, with, all the presidents. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's got Washington and all the presidents. Uh, not all of them. No, I think there's, there's only, only four. Like four. There's yeah. four. It's oh, that's right. Washington, Jackson, Roosevelt, and of all people, Truman. Truman. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Like, why not Buchanan? You know, he was a Pennsylvania Mason. But he wasn't right? a Grand Master. Yes. Those were all oh. Grand Masters. Truman was a Grand yeah. Master. Oh, we were wondering yeah. that. Yeah. And our, guy, and our guide did, wasn't know. a Mason. I was not on that, that committee. I don't know. I'm yes. just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why. Okay, Truman. That makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah, those, those, that's a very, those windows are pretty spectacular. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. room. Grand Lodge space is just fantastic to walk through. I mean, and, and the video you've done for it is awesome. What so so next is Franklin Pierce. Yes, sir. And I can't for the life of me. I mean, I know he's he's like a, a remote sad character, but when was the last time Franklin Pierce came up in cocktail conversation? In yeah, like never, never, right? Never, no. never, never. But we've got our our boy uh, Buchanan, and yeah. you've done his house, right? Oh, you want to talk about like the guy that's considered to be one of the worst presidents, but yet his home is spectacular. You get a chance to go check out Wheatland, and it's part of Lancaster history. Right. And um, it is a beautiful home. Shockingly nice. Yeah. And you go in, and it's like his presidential China's on display. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of these places you go to, the they'll say, well— It's not on display. It's right out there for you to lay your hands on. Oh, there's a story behind that, though. What the hell? Are you kidding? As I'm sitting at the dining room, if you watch that video, I'm in the dining room sitting at the table, and it's all in front of me, right? But I don't know if you can see it on the table, but like a lot of it's 
tied to the tablecloth yeah. fishing wire and the lady was telling me yeah every once in a while you have somebody try to pocket right really some silverware oh, yeah. or something oh, yeah. so now if you go into Buchanan, go into Buchanan's wheat and try to pocket some silverware you're taking the entire tablecloth with, with you <laughs> and so that that you would be embarrassing know that, in advance. that would That's be embarrassing word of the wise don't try that <laughs> yeah but like Buchanan's house it's it's fascinating because everything's authentic even the the, yeah. the blinds the blind the Venetian blinds are from his era right and it's not all original, but a lot of it is. Ti- well, it's period. all period time. Yeah. No, I'm saying most of it's original. Uh, mm. right. I don't know I, more of it than most of the places that there, we there go. There is a lot. There yeah. is a lot. Yeah, yeah. His, the India was desk. like that too. They said. Yeah, Hermitage had like a really high rate. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff. Oh, no! It stuck out to me about so filming in Jackson's bedroom. This guy had the smallest feet I've ever seen. Feet, feet, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. because his slippers on the floor. It looks like it's a size. I think it's like a size seven. Seven and a half. Really? They said seven yeah. and a half. This guy had small feet. Okay. One one thing that sticks out to me about being in that room, in that bedroom, is that Andrew Jackson. He's got this larger than life personality, but he really wasn't that. I was going to say he was kind of a short guy, right? Well, no, he was decently tall. Tall, but he was well small. for that time period. Especially. Yeah, little tiny baby feet. He had little baby feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he yeah. had a big can of whoop ass though. That's, yeah, 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 that's for sure. <laughs> the other artifact I remember from the Hermitage was the pipe that was made of out of a stone from the Alamo. From the Alamo. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, sitting there in his bedroom, there's a pipe, and it's from a piece of the Alamo. Really? And I just thought that was really really cool. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So where's someone, where's a place that you, okay, Larry? you would love to go to that is not on your radar just yet? I know if Larry could come with me, I'd go anywhere. <laughs> Larry's been to the Can we give again. him to you? We'll, we'll, we'll donate him to Bobblehead you, Larry. Larry, would you like to come be on a, be on one of our lessons on the oh, road absolutely. on Bobblehead George? Oh, gosh. God you help are, our kids. You are invited, God young help man. Our kids. You are invited, young man. So, <laughs> so you remember the question? Uh, where would we like to so, go? Where's some place you've not where, where, gone? where would you like to go, Mr. Gimby? Well, we just toured the Capitol. But okay. apparently that's pretty hard to film in. Yeah. From uh, yeah. So if we can do that one day. Possibly, National Capitol, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, like we, Washington, okay. D.C. Yeah, we were actually in contact with Senator Casey's office, our local representative, mm-hmm. Scott Perry. Uh, both both were actually very generous in helping mm-hmm. us. Uh-huh. Um, but both are still running into the same roadblocks. It's yeah. just... Mm-hmm. It's so secure. It's so secure. Yeah. The idea of a film crew coming in and just filming anything is just not They're, a... Yeah. Definitely not a drone. It's yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. not yeah. a drone. They just told that us, got ruined a couple of years ago. So. They just told us, too, the fact that we're a non-profit makes it harder to film in there for some reason. Oh. Which because we solicit weird. money from people. Oh. Yeah. 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 Huh. So, yeah. Because so it's, it's there weird. was an Easter egg, because I don't think we've talked about that. You said nonprofit. We are a nonprofit. Talk about that and how you did that. Huzzah! <laughs> I'm, I'm learning a lot about being a nonprofit. Like the whole process was. My wife is like a zillion times smarter than I am, which is the only reason we got it done. Smart man. Yeah, my wife is very, very intelligent and very beautiful too. But anyway, always marry. Up. Oh, I got to tell you what. Up. I'm That's the right. classic example of the really ugly man who married a very beautiful woman. Yeah, but my. What my wife helped me set it up, and the idea was is we realized that we weren't going to get rich with Bobblehead George, and we were definitely going broke because trips to Nashville and even day trips to Mount Vernon, 
in costs quite, money. Costs money. And up, then sure. I got to tell you, every time I drive in DC, I get a speeding ticket because of those cameras. It drives mm-hmm. me crazy. So the trip becomes an extra two hundred. There's an easy way to stop that, you know. Go yeah. speed. I know. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. Get out of the box before the light turns. Yes, red. mom. So, so continue Sorry. with your story okay. because basically, it costs money to, to do the videos and yeah. to make this. So. And we're not charging you're, anybody. You're a nonprofit. Yeah. And people can donate. So if, that's yeah. why if you're someone nonprofit. wanted to donate to this organization that's doing these cool things, because I don't think we've talked enough about right. what it is you're producing, right? It's not quite yet a curriculum, right? No. But it's close. It's close. And it's really close. Yeah, and and, and it's close. that's going to be something really interesting because and, you're I, making it fun. The way we use it, too, is more like a supplemental um, curriculum sure. for what we're doing sure, so yeah. as we go through the presidents now you know for you know not all of them but but a lot of them you know we break it up kind of with our own original content and that was something else that drove it um, for us because a lot of these videos you watch on YouTube are terrible or the ones on the history channel yeah right. yeah, yeah exactly that's why I keep saying you guys are so head and tall over all of these organizations Just the production They're quality sending it. Alone, the production really quality is. is phenomenal you guys are good well thank you, you guys very much. are really good thank you so much thank it means you. a lot coming from you so no, where are you, where are you going when you decide to film Lincoln since like I think eight well, states claiming. Well, I think the e- in the easy way, but I don't. It, the other the other roadblock that we run into is, and, and I don't I don't want to talk negatively about anything, but it is what it is. Is National Park Service? Yeah. They're not as we find that like the privately run places are significantly more open to us coming. So like the national there's just a lot less loopholes you have to jump through. So the National yeah. Park Service really limited on how many people you could have, the number of tripods you could have. Yeah. You can't fly any drones there, so it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to yeah. you know for us to go in there um, and kind of do everything we would like to do to make the product that we kind of yeah. envision going yeah. into yeah. it. So continuing along the line, how can people get a hold of you, contribute to you, do what you how, how, your email address. Give us all that good information. Well, you can go to bobbleheadgeorge.org. Okay. That is our website. You can find us on all of our social media. That's kind, hey, of, the the, launching, that's the kind videos, of the launching folks. pad, right? Take, yeah. The take yeah. yeah. So go to bobbleheadgeorge.org. It's like the one-stop shop. You, and you have our two main things. We've got um, our lessons on the road, which is where we go to different places. Then we have our periodic presence with Bobblehead George. And then and then on on our website there's on every page there's a button where you can donate and take all major credit cards Venmo's coming but that's we, we haven't gotten that approval yet um, or the or the old fashioned way you go to there's a there's a donate button on our where you can get our address and just write us a check if you're still into writing checks and, 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 and you what? Can, oh I know what? yeah with you can ink? take what you can take corporate what? donations Posted? as well yes, yes we can you would like to be sponsored by corporations I, I would love to be a sponsored by a corporation and and we'll give them a good old plug too have you done yeah, very absolutely. many like lodge presentations uh, we have at our own lodge if you'd like us to come to your lodge here in Ephrata and actually do a lodge Ooh. presentation I would love to do that uh, and then maybe we could shoot a game of pool afterwards. Okay, and smoke a there cigar. Uh, okay, yeah, don't, yeah. And and for our, our listeners, um, you can go to bobbleheadgeorge.com and request them come to oh, your dot org. Dot org. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah, our email addresses are there. Yeah. Hey, can I tell you one more thing that we do that that doesn't get nearly enough notoriety? Absolutely. 
the first videos we filmed were not lessons on the road or periodic presence, but they were cooking with Lewis and Clark. That is right. Oh. This is basic. Oh, I love that stuff. Oh yeah, this I didn't is. See this. Oh yeah, it's on our website. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> hidden. Go to okay. there's on the top. There's the more button. Uh-huh. There's oh. cooking and Lewis. Oh, and Clark. I never go to the more button. Yeah, go to the more <laughs> button. Right, <laughs> I, I like that cooking with Lewis and Clark. But yes, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we recreate. So about re- that. Yeah, yeah. We recreate recipes that Lewis and Clark made. That is their, freaking the, awesome. The core, core discovery made on their expedition. You could do so that with a awesome. lot. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, but we have to have full disclaimer here. We are not professional cooks. Cooks, nor do we use. Any do we type of eat the product we make. Oh, we do. <laughs> we that's the well. That's the rule. That's the rule. Is is that we all have to try it. Everything you know. So we have to try it. And for, a lot of times it's good. I so can't. tell us about some of the uh, dishes. Dave's oh. favorite was oh, the salmon stew. soup. No, 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 no. Oh, the smoked salmon soup was horrible. Because I don't like salmon. And this was like, when it was done, it was like Italian wedding soup, uh-huh. but without the sausage. And instead it was just mealy salmon. And oh, it was just like, that, was, that was horrible. Uh, buffalo beans and bacon was good. Oh, that, that does sound good. Because that's okay. just, yeah, buffalo beans and bacon. I like Anything that. Anything with bacon. Um, hominy fritters. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just like get some hominy and yeah. fry it in I some love grease. Hominy. Yeah. You didn't have anything like possum or beaver or anything like that? You know yeah. what? We were just talking. I was looking it up about making some beaver tail. Because they had to live off the yeah. land yeah. as they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so you know we haven't filmed one of those for a while because, like I said, you know as we've done other things, that that kind of stuff got put on the mm-hmm. back burner. So a lot of those videos are seriously pandemic era. As a matter of fact, we had the disclaimer in the front that we're socially distancing because we you know you know but remember that nobody knew what we were supposed to be yeah. doing or what right. the rules were going to sure, be, and we right. did, and we surely didn't want people to think that we were just. <sighs> You know, being frivolous. Yeah, Yeah. being frivolous. So we had the disclaimer in front of it. This was done before the stay-at-home orders and all that stuff. And so, but yeah, they're all very. Those are pandemic era videos, and they are um, not as smooth. Smooth. The two that I like the most. There's no scripts on it. There's no. There's no scripts on these. This completely live without a net. My favorite one though (laughs) was we did a once the stay-at-home orders were kind of like really serious. We did a, we did a quarantine version of hardtack. So I sent oh, Eric geez. and Mike the recipe. Some flour and some water. I said, "Here's the recipe. I want you to film yourself making this. Be as corny as you want to be." I did the same thing, and then we all sent the footage to my son, and he just spliced it together. And it is 16 minutes of the three of us making hardtack simultaneously but nice. in our own different homes wow in our own different it's it's hilarious oh that's awesome it's hilarious yeah i need to make some hard tech wow. oh, hard tech's good that's that right good. if you make it right is it good no is it well if you don't <laughs> if you don't have the nits in the flour it's better that yeah less protein but better flavor i threw some away this year that i had in my closet at school oh, because geez. I didn't dry it out properly, and it turned into too much of a science project. Yeah, so. that can happen. Things grew. Yeah, it was not good. So, Bobblehead George, George dot org, and the name of your son's production company, Alex Raymond Films dot com. <coughs> Check it out. He does he does weddings, destination weddings. He does all kinds of things. And as you guys can He's now attest to, he is an amazing videographer. And if it wasn't for him, I don't think we'd be sitting here with you, beautiful people, right now. That's great. Oh, wow. And in addition to the website, we're also on the Instagram, Facebook, yes, X, 
and Dave's favorite, TikTok. Oh, I run really out. no no TikTok no, no. really. No. We're, on oh, the we're, talk. On the, we're on the talk. I, I do all we're the so- on the talk. We're on the talk. Get oh. out of our studio. On the right talk. <laughs> on the Get talk. Out. No cap. I have. I update our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. I even do threads if anybody uh, does yeah, okay, yeah, that. There. Okay. And We're then there. I, We're I there, do, actually. I did You're the not website. teaching eighth grade. The, You're stuck in eighth grade. But the <laughs> one <laughs> thing I refuse to touch is the TikTok. He runs the TikTok. Oh, oh now you're both tainted. Yeah. So oh. no. So whenever we have something, when we have a video for TikTok, I send it to him. So I upload that to the talk. I don't. I don't. I don't do it. I don't want it. Sell you it didn't mention TV. the tube. YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, oh, that's nice. where we got started. Yeah. 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 And all of our, yeah, the videos that are on, um, on our website are embedded from YouTube. So yeah. it's yeah. So pretty amazing. Yeah. It's been. A, it's been. A, it's been a ride, and like we've got to do things I never thought I'd be able to do. That is so it's cool. It's just so cool. Let alone sitting here in this amazing studio with you guys. Well, and it all culminates with meeting Larry. It is right. <laughs> right? That's it the is. height of anyone's is, uh, tell you what. journey to the Masonic Light Podcast Studios. Larry, Larry, he's our man. Well, okay, so I think you guys had a vision of what we were going to be like because you guys saw us. Uh huh. But, you know, we had no idea what to we, – we didn't know who we were looking for when we met you guys in a restaurant You could listen to an episode. Yeah, well, it's still it's – still, <laughs> But yet you were able to find us. Well, that's because I got a text from me. Three, three from, fat from, white guys from, from talking Je- about Mason. Saying <laughs> that, <laughs> that, hey, we're in the restaurant on the right, and so there there you were. That would mean. And so, you know, honestly, I said to Eric, I said, I, I want to show what to expect, but that wasn't what I expected. So what did you expect? Nobody as cool as Larry. Right. Oh, <laughs> there you there go. Yeah, good build for that. That was oh, a good build. Nicely done. That was a good build. Yeah, oh, nicely goodness. done. All right. All right, we'll be right back. In Masonic news today, disturbing reports from the Grand Lodge of Eastern South Texas outline a convoluted and confused episode of shenanigans of such magnitude that it has rocked the entire Masonic world. Grandmaster Tony Soprano has made known that every third officer in the Grand Line will be made an odd fellow at sight and sent to re-education camps in Oklahoma. In other news, another St. John's Day has passed. Lodges and Grand Lodges around the Masonic Fraternity are seating new masters and other officers. Remember, brother, that the real secret of Freemasonry resides in your heart. Not in any edicts or bylaws. Honor your obligations and be the man you swore to be. That's the Masonic News. So mode it was. Very good, Brother Walter. Thank you very much for that. And uh, I know that a lot of folks, uh, those of you in Pennsylvania, um, uh, know that uh, with our new Grand Master, there have been a lot of changes. and I would argue that there are a few changes. There are a few changes. There are a few changes. Um, most, of, most of what came out was um, just sort of squaring off loose ends and yeah. tidying up, you know, um, a lot of stuff that we ought to be doing anyway. Right. Um, but, um, yeah. You know, I think, that first of all, let's acknowledge – Grandmasters can do what they do. They're grandmasters. Oh, my God. And it's going to be okay, Larry. Larry, just leave your dues card on the table. Just lay it on the table. It'll all be good. Um, that goes so, my 50-year award. <laughs> that's right. One year short. 
One year short. Oh, brilliant. Yes. But you know, uh, at the end of the day, this morning I posted something on our Facebook page, and it's gotten really good responses. And I think that this really should help guide us um, yeah. as we think about all of this. And the question was – I think it should help guide us through, through masonry throughout the United States and probably the world. Absolutely. Yeah. The question was, do we need more men to join Freemasonry? Or do we need more men to be Freemasons? And I, obviously, yeah. I have an opinion on that. Yeah. And um, the, the response has been phenomenal. When you look at the responses to that, it says to me that people get it. That we need to start living the life. We yeah. need to start living what we profess. So, so here's the thing. We have listeners that probably are not on Facebook. Right. Why don't you tell what? us how you feel about that? Yeah. Tim, give him the email address. Send, send us and, a note at to Masonic Light Podcast at gmail.com, and we will add your uh, comments to the long list that's already on Face Slam or Face Plant or whatever we call it. <laughs> and, and, I, and then for the next several shows, we'll read. Yeah, let's read a few of them. We'll read a few of them. Yeah, I think, I think they're really good. We won't necessarily attribute them uh, unless you want us to. But I think that that really is a conversation that all of us, no matter what jurisdiction you're in, really needs to begin to have. Absolutely. This is the big – this is the next element of the big turn. You're right. Right? Turning away from that inner, you know, global bowling league that we were in the 60s, 50s and 60s, back towards where we ought to be. And that is in a philosophical fellowship, brotherhood. Um, you hear sort of it opportunity. every right. meeting you go to. Everyone. You hear the opening and closing charges about how we come in and how we go out. And if we as Freemasons would simply live those charges. Yep. Honor your obligation. The rest of this stuff takes care of itself. It truly does. Hmm. And, you know, the rest of the stuff is just window dressing, quite frankly. It is. So that's, that's that. Preaching um, to the choir, brother. Yep, absolutely. So, Jack, what do you got going on Masonically? Oh, my Come word. Uh, I'm working with uh, Brother Steve Shimp on the Masonic um, membership. Engagement, membership get, Engagement get better Committee. committee yeah. um, it's actually um, just a plug. Um, if, if you – the first slide in the presentation is why are you here? Yep. You're here because you know your lodge can be better, right? You know it needs to be better. And you want it to be better, right? And the second slide is, we're, why are we here? We're here because we know you can be better. And we've got a plan that might help. So you can't just point at somebody and say, do that better. You have to say, hey, we might have a, you know, a plan. If, if you follow it, yeah, it might be better. So, so that's what we're, we're going to present around, the, around Pennsylvania, really, all over the state. Um, and if your lodge is interested in uh, re-engaging uh, membership that's been, um, you know, underutilized, um, you know, engaging your community, those kinds of things, that we, we've got a template for that, and we can really. Uh, I'm 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 not a big player in this kind of program, but this one seems to be formulated well enough that it, it, it's going to work for um, for masters coming in looking for ways to just really put some put some meat back on the bone. Great. Larry, other than food events, what have you got coming up Masonically? 
Really, uh, <laughs> other than some of the tall cedar things I'm working on, no lodge meetings, no meetings whatsoever. All right, yeah. cool. All right, Josh, you got anything other than trying to make this thing listenable? No. All right, good. Brother Eric, anything Masonically coming up in the next few weeks other than a stated meeting? Just a stated meetings for me. Keep it up, brother. How about you? Stated meeting next week and uh, following week, extra meeting for second degree, I believe. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. What nights do you meet? Um, is it third third Monday. Third Monday. Third Monday. Very cool. Yeah. Might be free. Yeah, come on down. I always like, I always like to visit different lodges especially yeah. ones i've not been to yet that's an easy one yeah. to get to yeah just go to the river and get to the right yep, side of exactly it. back up the correct side yeah i, I, I live on that <laughs> side so it's good all right so for me uh nothing a whole lot i've got a cup uh, starting begin secretary and treasurer trainings coming up i've got districts 19 and 3 coming up uh york Wright college uh, first capital meets on the 20th and then we're going to be back in studio with a very special guest with something that uh, should be exciting to Every lodge, particularly in the state of Pennsylvania, um, we're going to have the illustrious brother, Representative Tom Mahaffey, uh, who championed a bill. Oh, everybody's hero you don't know about yet. Yeah. So I'm going to leave you a little teaser. Do a Google search on House Bill 1300 in Pennsylvania, and we're going to be here to talk about that in two weeks. So, um, Josh, open that gate and let the chickens out. Larry, get us out of here. Special thanks to Effort of Lodge number 665 for allowing us to continue to be here in spite of all the things we do. <laughs> to Josh Lamberton, our... After that last five minutes, they oh, may revoke our permission. Oh, to Josh Lamberton, our producer and director. Jack Harley, our news director. And Tim Dedman, our marketing director. And also to Michelle Snyder, Doug Maidenford, and Austin Schifrin, our Masonic Light podcast contributors. Do we have a director of directors? No, no. Oh, we gosh. fired him two years ago. We didn't replace him yet, but I'll get one for you. Anyway, and to our listeners who always make doing this show worthwhile, this is Larry Maris, and thank you for listening. And remember, have fun and do good. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. Yeah. What are you talking about?